right, and welcome back to Untranslated Islam. This is your brother, Ben Yusuf. And as we do, we jump into these Arabic texts, find things that's not translated, and we translate it so we can all benefit. And today, we do it for different reasons. Today, we're doing it for the reason of everything in Islam is covered, and you'll be amazed how much of it is covered in the Quran. The Quran is the Ummul Ilm, is the mother of all knowledge, okay? So you'll be surprised how much of it is covered here. And the issue or topic right now that has come to my attention more than once is this whole idea of the two-income family, and we can't survive in these days and times without the two-income family. And unfortunately, it's gotten to the point where it's kind of like that. If you want to live on a level that you're or that the common person is living on. They're doing the two-income thing, and so they're moving up in different ways. But it doesn't change the fact that it is sufficient. It suffices for one-income family, for people who trust in the law and who uh, are patient to take the steps that we know are most pleasing to Allah in order to fulfill this. And what's interesting about this is that we watch the people those guys who know Villanova, right? Remember the school in Villanova for those people who know that area? And there's many places like this in, 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 in New York. There's a whole area like this. But you watch those people who run the music industry, who run businesses, who run uh, 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 movie industries. You watch these people and you watch how they live. There was a whole community, a Jewish community up close to the school that we used to have our children in. And it was always amazing to me that all the Jewish men went out to work, but all the Jewish women, you will watch them at home all the time and walk them with their carts, uh, with their strollers, and all of them are involved in school and the schools for their children. And it was like at a time when they had, uh, uh, the whole world had been fooled that there has to be this two-income family and the mothers are going out to work and the dads are going out to work and nobody's staying at home, so the children are going to the daycares and it's like, okay, all right, something's, something's fishy here. So the whole point is, is that this image or this idea has been spread now and it's so strong that people don't even understand the importance of having a parent at home. But more importantly, they don't understand the importance of the father going out to work and everyone has to be patient with the steps and the levels that, it will go, that he'll go through in order to get what he needs to suffice the family. Okay, it's not saying that the woman can't work. It's not saying that the woman is discouraged to work. It's saying that everyone has to know what their responsibility is with a law. And then if you can do something extra or different, then it's fine. The responsibility of the man is to go out and work and take care of the family. And the responsibility of the woman is to make sure that the children are reared and to make sure that the family is safe, uh, the, the home and the family is safe. Now, if you could do something different, that's fine. But we're doing our talking today about this foundation. And this foundation can be found in Surah Taha. Okay. The reason why the man has to go out and the woman, the man can't say nothing. If the woman says, I want to stay at home now. Okay. Y'all started out as two income family, but I want to stay home now. I need to stay home now because I'm pregnant. I need to stay home now because I just had a child. I need to stay home now because I'm not feeling like dealing with all of that outside. You can't get angry at her and say, well, that's not the stipulations we got married on. We got to so, 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 okay, well, I can't do nothing for you. You got to, you got to work. No, you can't do it. You have to say, okay, fine. I have to figure out how to handle things, but understand that might mean that we got to take a step down a level and then we'll take a step back up a level according to my means. Okay. 
Allah Jalla wa'ala says, the one who has a lot of means, then according to his level. And the one who has straight means or not so much according to his level, but mata'am bil ma'roof, to give sustenance or whatever according to that which is correct and well known. So you take care of food, clothing, and shelter, or food, drink, clothing, and shelter as the Prophet, as Allah Jalla wa'ala dealt with in the Quran. So the point is, this is from the story of Adam, okay? From the story of Adam, there are so many benefits in the story of Adam that relate to us to this day. Our color, the smell, the change of colors, when our skin color meaning races, and then the change of colors when we get angry or upset or cold or like this. Uh, all kinds of stuff that comes from at our fingernails. We're going to get into all these different benefits. There are so many benefits that I think people don't know that come from the story of Adam. Contracts, why women cry, how we're supposed to bury our, our dead. All these different things come from the story of Adam. Okay. So even the salams that we give to each other. But this point, most people don't know. And this is in Surah Taha, the proof why the man has to go out and work. Okay, so I'm going to read the ayah to you, and then after I read the ayah to you, we're going to go into tafsir about the ayah from the scholars of the past. All right. So, Allah Jalla wa Ala says, "Fakulna ya Adam, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan rajim And this is Surah Taha, ayat one seventeen. Is that what one seventeen? Allah Jalla wa Ala says, "Fakulna ya Adam, ya Adam." There's three ayats, 117-118-119. We're going to break these down, okay? First, let's just do a translation and then break down the tafsir. This is after, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمِ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبَلِيسَ أَبَى And we said to the angels, bow down or prostrate to Adam. And so they prostrated except for Iblis, Satan. Abba, he refused. So then we said to Adam, based on the situation that happened, that you saw with your own eyes. This dude, this one right here. I do one leka. Now watch, he's talking singular. What we call mukhatib. He's talking singular. Uh, what you call second person singular. This is an enemy to you. This one is an enemy to you and to your wife. Then it goes into what we call dual form in Arabic. Dual form. You have a singular, a dual, and then a plural in Arabic. So don't let him get you too kicked out of Jannah. Then he returns back to singular talking to Adam. When he said Teshka, he didn't talk to both of them. He says, so don't you let him get you kicked out of Jannah or you going to feel it, Adam. Huh? And then he starts to talk to Adam again directly. So because right now you in Jannah, you'll never have to worry about being hungry or feeling pain inside. Nor have to worry, you have to worry about being naked or feeling some problem, trouble from outside. And you don't ever have to worry about being thirsty in Jannah. 
nor do you have to worry about having the rays of duha hit you. And the rays of duha means the sun, when the sun is starting to get its hottest at about 10.30, the same time, time we make Salatul Duha. We make Salatul Duha at that time, but you don't have to fear, worry about the rays of the hot sun on you. Okay? All right. So he said to Adam directly, he was talking about both of them, but when he started talking about what's going to happen, he talked to Adam directly. He said, know that if y'all get kicked out of Jannah, you going to feel it. Talking to Adam directly. He didn't say, he didn't say, or both of you are going to feel it. He said, you're going to feel it, Adam. For verily right now, you don't have to feel hunger or pain in the inside, nor anything from being naked and feeling cold or pain from outside. And for you, and also for you, you don't have to feel thirsty, and you don't have to feel the rays of the sun. All right? So, the point of this, as the, the imams, as an Ibn Kathir, as an Al-Qurtubi, as an Al-Tabari, he brought from this, and I'm going to read to you, that this meant if you get kicked out of Jannah, then all that is on you. Now, listen to what that was. Again, food, drink, clothing, shelter. Food, drink, clothing, shelter. All right? All right. Let's get into it. And Shinkiti, Adwal Bayan for Imam Shinkiti. And just for those who don't know, Imam Shinkiti was a mountain. La Yarhamu. He just passed away, not too, like in these past decade or whatever, or a little, a little since that. It's been a while. We feel like time is, time is going faster than I thought. But he was from our time, from when I was a young guy. All right. Imam Shinkiti, uh, he's from the Shanaqit of Mauritania. And that's over in Africa, uh, right over uh, Senegal and Gambia. And that camp was so tight over there that they used to send delegations from Saudi over there. And they put a fara or, or a branch of their university over there. And they would send their delegations over there. And the brothers who lived over there used to tell us they would see their big SUVs coming over the sand, coming over there in order to visit the Chanel Keith because of how tight they are in knowledge. Like they, they, they do knowledge. Like they said, they, they while they're riding their, 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 their horses or whatever it was that they would be riding their beasts, they, they would be doing memorization like that. And y'all know probably one or two of the brothers that was over there and the stories that they told me and the way that their families benefited, a subhanAllah. And they were like everyday people. Like, like they said that when they had to study, they said they had to take turns because the sheikh, he's a normal person like Abu Bakr was. He said, I got to take care of my family. So they had to say, okay, well, listen, we need your knowledge. So what we're going to do is, for example, four or five of us, teach us how to do the things you have to do with the animals or this and that. And then we'll take turns. We'll do the stuff when we need you to teach us. Two of us will do the stuff for the animals while you come and teach the other three, and then we'll get the information from them. And then the next time, the other ones will do so that we can get the knowledge that you have. So the Chanel Keith, they are, mashallah, Allah yafta'alayhim. So anyway, Imam Ashinqiti, uh, his book, Adwal Bayan, and he finished all the way up to just close to the end before he passed away. And then Sheikh uh, Atiyah Salim finished it off for him from his students. He said, um, وَقَوْلُهُ فِي هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ فَتَشْقَى أَيْ فَتَتْعَبُ فِي طَلَبِ الْمَعِيشَةِ 
He said that this in this situation, in this in ayah, that Allah says that you, Adam, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the regret and feel the pain from it. You're going to be the one who has to tire yourself by having to seek, search after the means for you and your wife and your children, or you, you know, you and your responsibility, we should say, to survive. If you get kicked out of Jannah, that's going to be on you. Okay? The end of who la yuhasilu lukmat al-ish fi dunya. It's because you won't be able to get not even a, a, a mouthful. Lukma is like a, a, like a taste of any type of food or sustenance if you get kicked out and thrown into that dunya. بعد الخروج من الجنة after being kicked out in the Jannah حتى يحرف الأرض and he's bringing this Shankiti when I read this I was like wow that's the exact it's a narration in Ibn Kathir uh, a narration that talked about when Adam got kicked out of Jannah and when he came down to the earth that afterward he was given an ox a red ox and he had to use that ox in order to till the soil. And Jabril brought him some seeds and said, you have to till that so that you can have your food. And so he had to go through the whole process. And remember, Allah said, Allah taught him the names and natures of everything. So he had the concept already. He just never knew he would have to do something like this. So he had to learn this whole process that, she, that, she, that Imam Shaykhiti is talking about now. He's coming from a narration that's directly from Ibn Kathir. And Imam At-Tabari also had this narration. That he would have to first open the earth up. Huh? And then he has to plant the seeds or whatever. He has to go through the whole thing. So he has to plant it. Then he has to cover the seeds up. Then he has to water it. Then he has to uh, uh, irrigate the fields. Make sure that the right sunlight is getting to it. And to the stuff grow. Then he has to monitor it. Then when it comes up. Then he has to go and he has to cut it down. He has to, what do you say? You, 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 you reap what you sow. So he has to reap uh, or get the, the cut down the, 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 the stuff once it comes. The wheat or whatever it is. Uh, and then after that, he has to make it to tahina. Then he has to make it to agin, which is like the dough or whatever that you make in order to make. Then you have to cook it in order to get the bread. So imagine. And it's a book. It's a few different books. The Tawabin and then Ibn Abi Dunya's Al-Bukat. And then there was another one I read. And all of them had a section talking about the Bukat of Adam. How Adam used to cry and cry and cry when he got down to this dunya, repenting because he had to go through these difficulties. And I'm going to bring you guys from Miftah Dar Sa'ada, Ibn Al-Qayyim's situation where he said about the reason one of the hikmas of him being sit down here was because you Okay, that you you recognize or appreciate something once you have to experience or know its opposite. Okay, so he was in a place where, as Allah Jalla tells us in Surah Yunus, that Tahiyatu Dawahum Fiha Subhanakallahum, Wa Tahiyatuhum Fiha Salam, Wa Akhru Dawahum and Ilhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. In Surah Yunus. Allah Jalla describes those people when they go into Jannat and Naim. And he says that, when they want something, as it says in the tafsir for this, 
when they want something or have a desire for something, they say, Subhanakallahum. And then an angel comes rushing to their service to ask them what they want or to bring them what they want because he already knows. Tahiyatuhum fiha salam. When the angel comes with what they wanted, they just think about it. And immediately Allah puts it, gives it to an angel and the angel comes rushing to you with it. Tahiyatuhum fiha salam. When he comes, the angel comes, you give him salams. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam to Allah. They give it to you and then it says, and if you have it in your hand, this is in a tafsir, and then the person is about to put it into their mouth and they, they think, you know what, instead I want something else. It changes to that in their hand as they're eating it. Okay? And then when they're finished eating or drinking, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen is that they think Allah just like we do here. We finish and then we say, alhamdulillahi at'amana hadha. All praise due to Allah who fed us that. My whole point is, you have to do nothing. Okay? La tadha. It says in the tafsir, that most of that that that, that most uh, many of the mufassirin said that the tux or the weather the the way of Jannah is similar to the time between Fajr and when the sun starts to rise, and that's the reason why he said well Tadha, because Tadha Dahiya Yadha means when the sun starts to come up and you start to feel the hotness of the rays. So the time between Fajr and the time when the sun starts coming up, said so that's the tux or the weather or the, the the likeness of the way it is in Jannah. So the whole point is is that. This is where he's coming from. Never have to worry about food. Never have to worry about drink. Never have to worry about being naked. Never have to worry about, and that's a whole nother thing too. I'll bring you the narrations, but I'm going to tell you about this that you probably don't know. And Tefsir Bikithir, when it talks about the situation of Adam being kicked, kicked out of Jannah, I'll bring you the narrations. Inshallah, I'll remind myself to bring them to you. But all these things we learned in Tefsir directly. And Ibn Kathir, it brings different narrations from the Sahaba about that when the that when the Adam and Eve were in Jannah, that they were in Jannah and they had a light over them, but then they had keratin, uh, 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 the fingernails. They had this all over their body, and so it gave them a shine. And then when they ate from the tree, they ate from the tree. The light went away, and this that was covering it was like a shield, or like a covering over their whole body. It receded to their fingertips and to their toenails. And so that's how they realized they're naked because before then they didn't even know that they had private parts or anything because this was covering it, their whole body, and there was a light over them, the light of taqwa. When they broke the rules, that light went away and this receded to their fingernails and to their toenails and that's when they realized their bodies were naked and when they started to run to try to get the leaves or the trees and and, 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 and sew them over them. So the point is, is and the narrator said, and Allah Jalla left our fingertips and our, toe, our fingernails and our toenails to remind us of what happened. So now when you look at your fingernails and your toenails, you got a whole different idea. The point is, and I'll bring you all the narrations to that inshallah another time. But the point is, is, is that, so he's coming from this and now he's going down to this. He said he would cry and he would cry and he would cry even more when Jibril came to visit him because of the fact that he reminded him where he came from. He said once he started having children, he would cry to the point that one time the children came to him and said, uh, oh, 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 father, why do you cry so much? And I think this was in Ibn Abi Dunya's al-Bukat, but it might have been in Tawabin uh, of, of Ibn Qudam al-Maqlasi. Okay, but whichever one that it was in that I read it, I just remember sticking it sticking out to me because it said, why do you cry so much? And he turned to his son and said, you don't understand. You don't understand where I came from and where I'm at now. So my whole point is, is that he had to go through all this just to get a piece of bread. And this narration that he that, that, that the sheikh is referring to, I remember it at the end, it said, and then he did all that just to get the bread. And then the bread 
would drop and get dirty or the bread would, would uh, you know, it goes to waste quickly. Bread goes to waste, gets stale, get molded quickly. And he was told, this is what you have to do now each time that you want food. There was no refrigerators back then. There wasn't no seal tight shut stuff. You got the stuff and when you would do all of that just to get a piece of bread and you get the bread, you got to eat it quick. You got to make sure it don't fall on the ground and get dirty or get muddy. You got to make sure that it don't mold. So this was a very deep situation for Adam. But as Ibn Al-Qayyim said, You know something by knowing its opposite. And it makes us appreciate where we're going to go because we know how this is down here. Imam Shaqiti goes on, he said, and the proof that this, that, that this, because shaqa can mean different things. It can mean difficulty, it can mean wretchedness, it can mean, uh, uh, um, uh, being tired. And he said, in this situation, it means tired. He said, in this situation, the proof that this means that you're going to have to go through the, 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 the being tired. And there's another word that's coming to my head and leaving each time. The fatigue, yes. You have to go through the fatigue of having to go out and seek a means of living for Adam. He said, is a statement that comes after it. Because he's talking to Adam. He says, because here now in Jannah, you have that you don't have to have to worry about being hungry. You have to worry about being naked. You don't have to worry about being thirsty. You don't have to worry about the rays of the sun hitting you to make you to, to burn you or make you hot. He said that this meant that Allah was saying to Adam, beware of your enemy. And because he'll get you kicked out of this home or this place, which is the place of relaxation, the place of rest. So he said, and in this place, you have, you can have in your belly as much as you want. And you can have to drink as much as you want. And you have the nice, beautiful, most beautiful clothes. And you have the most beautiful place to relax your head. Okay. Uh, boom, boom, boom. And then he brings a statement from, from, from another one of the Mufassirin. Uh, Okay, so in this situation, he brings another statement from one of the other Mufassirin and said that these four things are the things that mankind have to deal with. It's the most basic essentials of mankind. And so these most basic essentials, without them, uh, which are food, drink, clothing, and shelter, without them, a person can't survive in this world. And so they were given to him, but he was warned that if he does wrong, then these things will be taken from him. Okay, so I'm just going through so I can just give you the basic points, the key points, all right? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so the point is, is that, oh, here, right here. And call it Imam Al-Qurtubi, fi tafsirihi. And you guys all know Imam Qurtubi. It's like one of the top three or four tafsirs of the past. They're called the Umahat, uh, tef, uh, uh, the, the, the mothers of tafsir. Okay? Imam Al-Qurtubi said in his tafsir, Huh? Yu'allimuna anna nafqat al-zawja ala al-zawj. 
He says, and so understand that the fact that Allah was talking directly to Adam when he made these statements, that from this we understand that by us being kicked out, that the responsibility of being uh, uh, of taking care of the family is is uh, 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 taking care of the wife falls on the husband. He said, and so from that day on, the responsibility of taking care of wives fell on the husband. Uh, and from that, the way that Adam was responsible for taking care of Hawa, then just the same, the males of any community are responsible for taking care of the females of that community. And, 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 and he taught us, Allah Jalla taught us in this ayah, and nafqa allati tajibu lil mar'ah, that what's um, 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 uh, obligatory or, um, 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 what's obligatory or mandatory for the woman to have taken care of, or those children or women are like this, from the father or from the man, that the least he can do is these four, al-ta'am, food, wal-sharab, drink, wal-kuswa, uh, 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 clothing, والمسكن, and a place to stay. فإذا أعطاها هذه الأربعة فقد خرج إليها من نفقاتها. And so, uh, if, and so if he handles these four, then he's handled his responsibility. فإن تفضل بعد ذلك فهو مأجور. And if he does extra, then he'll get reward for that. فأما هذه الأربعة فلا بد منها. But these four are essential. He must do them. لأن بها إقامة المهجة. مهجة. Because from it is establishing the responsibilities of the basic essentials. Okay? Uh, okay. And then he did, Imam Qurtubi also goes into this same narration that I just talked to you about. He said, and it reached us that in the, in the kiss of Adam, when he was sent down to the earth, that two things were also, uh, 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 that there were two things that he had to deal with also on the earth that were, that, that were also given to him on his earth. One was, uh, uh, um, a red, like a, uh, uh, you guess, I guess you could say an ox, okay? And snakes. Uh, ويمسح الأرق and so he used to have to use that thor or that that ox in order to till the fields and he used to sweat from all the difficulty that and you guys know we know you know where we came from what our ancestors had to do and he used to sweat the same way that you know our ancestors used to have to sweat in order to do that and this was from the tired or the, or the fatigue that he was promised in that ayah if he messed up. All right. Uh, let's see if there's anything else that I need to give to you guys. Aha. Yes. Okay. I already kind of touched on this. Um, it's a, a linguistic point, so I, I'm not going to really get deep into it, but I'm going to reiterate that Imam Qurtubi reiterated this point, that the wording that Allah used in these ayah covers 
any internal damage or pain and any out 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 uh, uh, external damage or pain. So he said, Alete jua, that you won't be hungry because hungry make hunger makes you feel pain inside. While at ta'ra, and you won't be naked because nakedness makes you have a chance to feel pain on the outside. And then in the next side, he did it in the same order. While at tovma, and you won't be thirsty because again, thirsty makes you feel pain inside. Uh, while at tovha, and you won't have to feel the rays of the sun because the rays of the sun make you feel pain on the outside. So in both situations, he's pointing to the fact that in Jannah, you'll never have to deal with any inner pain, nor an internal pain, nor external pain from either way. And if you have to go to the dunya, then now you'll have to deal with both. So of course, this also includes sickness. It also includes burns or physical injuries. It also includes all of these different things. Okay. So we're going to close with this because I think we made our point. The point is, is that Men, we have to stand up and handle our responsibility. It may be difficult. And then, woman, you guys have to be patient with the fact that in these situations, the man might have to figure out how to either get to that level of income that y'all were used to if you decide that you're going to take a step back or you're going to have to be patient with the fact that y'all got to take a step down in order to make it happen. But this is the foundation of the law set and everything else is extra. And like I said, the benefit of the woman being home is because when you start having children and usually a woman, she, I mean, sometimes a woman just be like, okay, I've been working all this time. I'm tired of working and I just want my hock and I want to sit home. But a lot of times it happens when? When the woman gets pregnant and she has total right. She's carrying your child. Okay. She's, they're carrying our children. They have total right to want to break. And then when they're breastfeeding, when they're taking care of the child at a young age, the government gives them a right to take a break of time off of that. So who are we to say, no, you got to keep working. You got to keep producing. No, no. But they have to understand what comes with it. And that's the reason why it's discouraged from the gate to set up a household based on a two income family, because that woman has a totally different type of responsibility than the man has. And the man is responsible for handling things outside. But the woman has to make sure of the haldana or the caretaking inside so that we have balanced families. May Allah bless us all to have balanced families, get back to the foundations. And if you want to build off of that, fine, but understand what the foundations are. May Allah continue, uh, uh, allow us to continue to keep excavating and all of us keep benefiting. Until next time, this is your brother, Ben Yusuf. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi فَمَنِ الَّذِي يَدْعُو